Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about retro games, unconventional superheroes and five things we've learned since we started The Kindness Project. Welcome to another episode of The Kindness Project. <laughs> Why are you talking so slowly? Welcome I'm to a... I'm pretty sure this is my first time starting one of these. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, Week it 14 and you're starting a Kindness Project podcast. We start them. Okay. So I'm joined by Chris James, who's sugar spice and everything wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very nice of you. And I'm joined very slowly because apparently we're talking really slowly on this introduction and I've started talking really fast. She's the girl who loves stuff before her time so much. Her superhero name should be Retro Girl. It's It's Charlotte Dames. What's your superhero name? I am Multiblade, the user of many weapons. So I want to talk about Streets of Rage too, Charlotte. So we went to a uh, a retro gaming festival. Would you call it a festival, or was it just like a few arcade machines in a shed in (laughs) Carnaby Street? Yeah. So, but it was a retro gaming event, Mm. and you found that you found the only game, the only retro game you're probably better than me at, and that is Streets of Rage Part Two. Um, I'm very bad at the first one. Yeah. So, so you we we quite enjoyed Streets of Rage, didn't we? Yeah. What other retro games do you like? Um, I quite enjoy playing very pixelated games. If, I mean, they don't have to be retro. This is like I quite enjoy the style of pixelated games because like it's how much emotion you can pack into tiny little pixels. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so Charlotte does like retro games. And what was your what was your introduction? Sugar and spice and everything wise. Everything wise. I quite so I'm not nice. Is that what you're trying to say? We're doing a kindness project, and you've you've replaced nice with wise. I don't know whether to be insulted or hugely complimented. <laughs> your kindness comes from what you know. Really? Okay. Well, that the we're listeners, Charlotte. We're in trouble. We're, we're, we're on a sinking ship waiting to, to, to go down. We're on the Titanic of kindness, if, it, if everything I know about kindness is, is in there. So, question. Should we get straight on the question of the podcast? And then we can talk about it. What would your superhero name be? And what would your superpower power be? Now, you've done yours already. So, this leaf blade thing, that multi-blade, what, what's your superhero power? Okay, so I have the ability to use... Any weapon that has a sharp edge or... Knives. So you're a chef, basically. I'm a a chef. I can use swords. I can use samurai So it's multi-blade, like a Swiss army knife, or was it... No. Okay. It's kind of like... It started out, I used to to be a leaf blade, and I used to be able to kill people with leaves of grass. Okay. Uh, um, And it evolved. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah, so now I can use, like, swords and throwing knives. How about spoons? Are you good with spoons? I mean, if you sharpen them enough, they can be used as well. You know what? There's an old film. I know we talk about films a lot of the uh, waffly bit of the Kindness Project podcast. Especially Nick Cage. Especially, oh, don't talk about Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage. I am thinking about putting an official ban on any Nick Cage conversation. But then all the conversation will be dry and boring. What, what, are you saying we need Nick Cage to be interesting? No. So, you know, like I, I, I saw Nick Cage on the front of a magazine the other day and I thought either that magazine's from a time when Nick Cage was good or I should never should never read that magazine anyway you've been on the front of a magazine I've been I have been on the front of a magazine um 
but hopefully I was slightly better in the content element than Nick Cage. Nick Cage, you're probably lovely. Let me say, let me let me reiterate. I don't know you personally, Nick Cage. You're probably a lovely, lovely fella. You just make less than good quality films. Um, He's just saying you should get a new day job. So anyway, there's a film. I think it's called Mystery Men, um, and it's about unconventional superheroes in in a world. So you had uh, one that was called one that just had a shovel called the shoveler and the only talent he, he had was he could sort of fight with his shovel you had one who used to um, how do I put this politely break wind as his uh, superhero skill which is one that you know I think you might have uh, accidentally um, and then there's uh, there, what was it oh there was one that threw cutlery literally so he had knives and forks and spoons there was the bowler who had a her father's head in a bowling ball and used to throw that and there was all these really quick have you ever seen that mystery men no right, you should watch that you were saying the arms and falls and spoons and throwing the rope yesterday um, me and Soph we were um, she got out these, these spoons she started uh, she started oh what well, them plastic spoons yeah putting them into forks and duct taping them together and kind of rubbing them like that Spinning them so they, <laughs> they were weapons. Right, okay. You let our six-year-old daughter and sister, respectively, like... create weapons. <laughs> I thought she was making a weapon. You're meant to be babysitting, Charlotte. What have you been up to? I was making a pair of glasses with the spoons. <laughs> so I went, because she was doing it in the office, wasn't she, at yeah. the back of the house. And when I went down there, literally the floor was covered in spoons. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I, I, I don't know yeah, what she was after, doing. After I made my glasses, I was kind of like, so if you can have these, I'm going to go now. I don't want to watch Jumanji again. Oh, oh, you know what? She's obsessed with Jumanji. So who would you... All right, here's, here's one for you. So we've done Superhero. Who would your video game avatar be? What, me personally? Yeah. I'm just going to go with The Rock. I'd, I'd sort of... I'd pick The Rock as my video game avatar. But as Charlotte said to me the other day when we watched Jumanji for the first time, Daddy, that man's... A lot bigger and a lot stronger than you. <laughs> Cheers, Charlotte. <laughs> Cheers, Sophie. Appreciate you pointing out that The Rock is a lot stronger than me. I don't know. It'd probably have to be someone like who looked intellectual. Okay. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd have Stephen Hawking as your video game. Stephen Hawking's better. I mean, like, you can have rockets coming out of his wheelchair and, like... I don't think I... I'd be like a, a fighting character. I'd be All right. a support character. I, I, you know what? I know for a fact. That, I mean, Stephen Hawking's been in the Simpsons, hasn't he? Mm. So maybe, so you'd be Steve Jobs instead of Stephen Hawking. Mm, yeah. Okay, so. You know, just like be going, I'm going to ruin you on social media. <laughs> <laughs> what, Twitter war? Yeah. Yeah, Twitter. Who, would, who gets involved in a Twitter war? I don't. Steve Jobs or Stephen Hawking? I don't think neither of them get involved no, too Jobs much. Was, bit, um, was head of Apple, so yeah, he had control of a lot of media. Not Twitter though. Not, not Twitter. I, I, I said I'd ruin you on social media, <laughs> not Twitter. Oh, okay. So what I, social media did Apple have? I do not know. But well. That, interestingly, though, that brings us to another point, okay? So we are on iTunes, okay? And we've started getting some decent reviews. Ooh. So we've got three reviews as I say this, and I'm sure there's a few more coming in. But yeah, if you are, if you are subscribing to The Kindness Project via iTunes, 
please pop on and leave us a review. And it can be, I mean, this week, literally, I've had some, I've had some verbal reviews. One of them said, I'm loving the podcast, it's awesome. Another said, within the first two minutes, it made me laugh. The third one said, episode six made me cry. The fourth one said, what a load of nonsensical waffle. And actually, they're all, they're all pretty much accurate, aren't they? So we make people laugh, we make people cry. Yeah, but was it crying because they were sad or crying because they were laughing? Oh, so you, know, you know what? It was the story, and this was on episode six or seven, I think, of the uh, letter from Holly, you oh, know, the okay. girl. So, so that was, uh, she, was a, she was a girl um, who had a terminal uh, illness and wrote a letter about um, the things she valued most in life at the end of her life so um it you did listening to these in chronological order anyway yeah if you haven't listened to uh podcast one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen why don't you go back and have a little listen and see what you think um um yeah it is um so can you let people know how they can get in touch with us um we are at Ola. Ola. Again, listeners, can can we start a hashtag? This hashtag being get Charlotte to say H. <laughs> dot com. I might even go out and buy the domain name Charlotte says H. Dot com, and it's just got an avatar of Charlotte going hola, hola, hola. The um, Twitter handle, like the the Twitter handle, listeners, if you need to know, is. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter at Chris C H R I S Dames D A E M S, and you're on Twitter as well. Charlotte J Dames C H A R L O T T E. Let's not write name there. C H A R L O T T E. At a professionally hosted podcast, forget your name. It's always done. C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E. What with your name? <laughs> Just call yourself Steve, that's a bit easier than Charlotte. <laughs> no, I like my nine letters. Thanks. C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E-J, James, D-A-E-M-S. And we're on the email. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're on the email. Uh, hola. <laughs> with an H. <laughs> He's looking at me so disappointed. Like, oh, my job. Hola. Oh, am I? Hola. H-O-L-A at... The kindness project.co.uk. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's right. The kindness project. I, I couldn't remember if it was dot, dot, co, dot, dot uk or dot com. Um, so we haven't talked about the kindness, uh, the podcast question of the week, have we? If you, oh, did we? Let's do a quick recap. Yeah? yeah. If you were a superhero, oh, it was so long ago, I forgot. But just to recap, listeners, just in case you forgot, the podcast question of the week is: If you were a superhero, what would your name be, and what would your superpower be? And with that established, should we move on with the show? PPI without a phone call. PPI. Don't make the mistake of microwaving these foods. Porridge is one of them. Why are you reading obvious adverts from the internet? They're at the bottom of this article on kindness. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So, what can you do with PPI? You can check. Ignore any adverts. That you want to check. Okay, cool. But instead of uh, news about PPI or news about porridge, porridge news, I didn't realise this section. I mean, it might work. 
porridge news. Oh my I god, don't you're know. so out of tune. I don't know. But actually, we're not on porridge news or PPI news. We're on. <coughs> don't laugh. we're on um, we're on coffee news we're on kindness news and what what uh, (laughs) and what news of kindness have you got this week okay the story of homeless man glenn james involved many acts of kindness did it did it involve porridge or ppi no right so the first was his own when glenn who had been living on the streets of boston found a backpack stuffed with forty two thousand dollars he decided to turn it over to the police so it could be reunited with its owner rather than keep what would undoubtedly have been a life-changing loot but after reading about his honest act ethan whittington set up a fund for Glenn. Donations flooded in from around the world, eventually raising more than $100,000 to change the homeless man's life after all. Yeah, I love that story. Absolutely love that story. So through an act of uh, goodwill, trust, respect and kindness from the homeless man, Mm -hmm. he actually got more financially got more than he gave but not only financially but he he knew that he did the right thing yeah. i mean what what do you think of that story i think yeah he did the right thing and i think that would have been good on his conscience and the fact that this person ethan whittington was like this homeless man this could have changed his life yeah and set up a charity just for this one man because he did one kind of thing i think it shows that people are willing to Consider people's actions. Are you thinking about PPI and porridge? No, I'm oh, not right, thinking okay. about PPI and porridge. Just checking. Consider people's actions and how and what they deserve. Yeah, and and you know what as well. I think I've been really concerned about, uh, and I need to take some action with this show. Like, I think we should go out and take some action on this pretty soon. Actually, with the weather we've we've been having recently, I've been really concerned about uh, homelessness because. Yeah living on the streets when the weather's not great has got to be the worst thing in the world hasn't it yeah now one of the things that people do is dehumanize people who are, who have been in that who are in that situation when they easily forget it doesn't take too many sort of bad life experiences or potentially bad decisions to be in that place yourself yeah. um and but what that shows is is there is good in everybody yeah and actually that homeless person who, who could have took the cash who could have took the money didn't and did the right thing i absolutely love it yep. have you got another story for me yes at the age of six the excitement of christmas is almost too much to bear it is which is why the age... sorry at the age of what six at the age of 40 the excitement of christmas is too much to bear <laughs> okay. which is why the actions of sorry youngster Amelia, I think it says, Anderson is so touching. The schoolgirl stunned her parents by writing to Father Christmas to say that she didn't want any Christmas presents, telling him instead to send them to children who don't have any. Love it. A touching letter reduced mum to tears. I I absolutely... uh, Do you reckon Sophia do that? No. Um, no, (laughs) Stop, no. Yeah, so so I I love... I think one of the greatest things you can do is just be grateful for what you've got. And and certainly, if you're listening to this podcast, um, we're we're the lucky ones, right? Yeah. We're the lucky ones. So to recognise that six, I think, is incredible. So thank you for sharing that story. And we've got time for one more. One more? Hmm. You're a bit, you're a bit I am, greedy. I, I, 
this news. Uh, I'm gonna uh, run out. <laughs> I'm I'm spoiling you, listeners, with okay. three kindest news articles this week. Okay. Keith Owen made a fortune during his lifetime as an investment banker. He was lucky enough to be able to travel the world, but always returned to Sid- Sidmouth in Devon. His fondness for the place meant that he, when he developed lung cancer, he wrote into his will that $2.3 million should go to the town's civic society to be, be spent on flowers, so that the resort could be kept looking beautiful for years to come. Following his death, the society are now doing exactly that in his memory. Oh, very nice. So he invested in the place that he loved the most. Yes. Uh, so I, I think kindness doesn't need to be about being kind to people. It's about uh, making sure that places are sort of well respected and well turned out. What do you think? Yeah, I think, that, I think that's right. Because obviously if we are kind to the environment, the yep. environment will be kind to us. So don't chop down every tree in a forest because they don't want to grow back that quickly. They do grow back though. They do go back, just not that quickly. You also have to plant them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's kindness news for this week, and um, we'll see you next time. We've been doing this podcast for a while now, Dad, eh? Uh, we, we have, Charlotte. Did you have that written down? Because that sounded quite scripted. What scripted? You told me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I d- well done for making it sound so natural. We've been doing this podcast for a while now, Dad. Um, yeah, we have, actually. Have you um, have you enjoyed it so far? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I certainly have. And I, I tell you what, yeah, I mean, you know I'm sort of writing a book about kindness, and that's opened my eyes to how awesome people are in the world since doing the podcast i've realized a few things well let me introduce it with a real clickbait introduction these are the five things i've learned since starting the kindness project podcast is it going to be a picture of a celebrity on it no why i won't (laughs) yeah you'd never believe the five things i've learned since doing the kindness podcast project podcast a random picture of them yeah matt damon we're just having a fight with nicholas Cage. you'd never believe how a bad an actor the five things you'd never believe about nick cage and how bad an actor he is i think we should we should make that our next uh no, no, you know, you know, what are the five things that make nick cage such a bad actor but yeah there are there's certainly stuff that i've i've sort of think that i've learned since doing the Kindness Project podcast. Um, number one, I think I'm a, I'm a bit more grateful. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> right, right, stop thinking about Nick Cage. We've got we've got important Kindness Project business to talk about. And number, and number one is uh, I'm more grateful. Yep. Um, it's really interesting. When you look at um, the stories that we talk about on the Kindness Project, a lot of them aren't particularly all positive and happy because they are stories of people who are having uh, yeah uh, are finding themselves uh, in, in a predicament in a, in a pretty tough position either it's homelessness or struggling to cope with difficult situations or are in a position where they need a helping hand yeah exactly they need a helping hand and genuinely sort of as i've been focusing reading more of these stories as we as we do kindness news and mm. and just thinking a bit more about uh, what i can do to help people certainly um, i'm coming across more stories where i read them and i think i'm just lucky i'm just so so fortunate and i think 
one of the things that I try and do is is wake up every morning with an attitude of I didn't mean to make that rhyme, an attitude of gratitude. Um, I just you made it to the end, wasn't I? I didn't mean to make the rhyme. And I was sitting there thinking, what rhyme did he make? Yeah, an attitude of platitude. Um, an attitude. No, like just being great. I try. I try. An attitude and be- to be a dude. <laughs> oh God. Um, an attitude of super dude. Um, but genuinely, I think one of the things that I've realized is i'm certainly more grateful now um just hearing some of these stories of people facing adversity but also people helping them out yeah uh, than, than i was uh, i think the second thing that um i've been thinking about is uh, i'm probably a bit more curious since doing the kindness project podcast yeah and the reason being and we've not published many of them yet funny enough but we will we've been doing loads of interviews well like four or five well, no, we've done more than that now. I've got yeah. about I've, I've got about um, sort of twelve to fifteen interviews that I've recorded that we're going to be putting out on the podcast over the next uh, coming months. I think I'm only in one of them. You you are only in one of them because normally when I record them, you're at school. Yeah. But we're going to get you involved in in a few more. But I I love having the ability of um, phoning somebody up who's got an interesting story. And is doing awesome stuff in the world, yeah. um, phoning them up and saying, "I'd like to talk to you," or, or emailing them saying, I'd, li- "I'd like to talk to you about what you're doing." And even the one you came, Tessa Wilde, we interviewed together, didn't yeah. we? That was really interesting, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And she said things that just made me want to ask more questions. It made, made me- you nod at me and go, you "Should be listening to well, this." Well, the reason the Tessa Wilde interview that's coming up, listeners, is really interesting because um, Tessa. And I think her husband's called Eric. Um, uh, Eric wrote a book called The Spark and the Grind, where it, where he talked about uh, the importance of being creative, yep. but also the importance of just getting the work done. And uh, I was nodding at Charlotte, who's um, creative, but also needs to focus on getting the work done um, uh, in equal measures. So, so yeah, that would be a good interview. But certainly having the privilege of just uh, uh, getting in touch with people and going... Can we have a chat? Can I ask you some questions? We're going to have a chin wag. (laughs) We'll have a little chin wag. Um, It certainly um, certainly, uh, meant that because of the Kindness Project, I just want to ask people more questions. I want to be more curious. Third one is I'm happier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right, so let me explain why I'm happier. Two reasons. Number one, and I say this completely genuinely, I love spending time with you. Yep. Ditto. <laughs> was it ditto? It was that meant to be ditto. Yeah, and then my tongue. Ditto. Up my own tongue. <laughs> so Charlotte's just invented a new word. That word is ditto. If you'd listeners, if you'd like to define that word, just tell us what you think ditto means. Oh, I bit my tongue. But yeah, let us know. But certainly, did you did you mean ditto? Yeah, and I bit my tongue on the way. To yeah, the <laughs> ditto. <laughs> ditto. Um, so. Um, one of the reasons that it's made me happier is because we get to just have such a laugh doing the podcast, yeah. don't we? I mean, I love it. Do you? Yeah. And even <laughs> even to the point where you go, can we talk more nonsense now, Dad? <laughs> makes me makes me happy. Yeah, we don't, I, we don't, I love doing intros, and because I always have like a backlog yeah. of, of introductions. Yeah. So he's got none left for me, and I've got, I've, st- I've still got four waiting. Yeah, you've you've got a few you've got a few in the uh, in the locker, so to speak, yeah. haven't you? But, actually, on my Google Docs. But but, ad- say, mate? but actually, one one of the things that's interesting is you know when we do our like Sunday walk 
walks over there. We live near a county park, listeners. And when we do our Sunday walks and talk nonsense for about half an hour, effectively all we're doing there is recording it, right? <laughs> um, so the fact that we get to do that is making me happy. Except now I'm not complaining. No, well, yeah, normally when we go out for a walk, you complain for the first 10 minutes and then you go, actually, I'm having quite good fun. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm happy that I get to to spend time with you but i think talking and trying to be more kind as david hamilton says in his book Good and if, if you <laughs> david hamilton gets a mention again uh we are massive david hamilton well i am well, I? I, i'm a massive david hamilton fan i've as, one page of the book as, thanks mate that was a great help uh, as david hamilton talks talks about in his book kindness does make you happy because of the chemicals it releases um make you just a happier more loving person so um yeah i get to spend time with you but also thinking and doing more kind stuff and talking about kind stuff has also made me happy can i just highlight one other thing not focus you know what i still do it too much but not focusing on as much bad news and talking about good news yeah as uh has made me happier as well uh that's a work in progress, though, because I am still super obsessed with the ignoramus that is Donald Trump, and I need to. I know I, know I need to probably. We, we live. It, we live in Britain. We still watch CNN news. Yeah, CNN and MSNBC, because I'm still a bit obsessed about Trump. However, focusing on good news stories has made me a bit happier. Michelle Obama for president. <laughs> Michelle Obama for president? Did you say? Yeah. I think Michelle Obama would make a good president. Yeah. I. I actually, I actually don't care who's president as long as it's not Donald Trump um, or Nicolas Cage. <laughs> um, Even the Rock or <laughs> Well, we talked about that like, before, didn't we? The Rock for president. Yeah. So Michelle Obama would be the best though. Uh, Michelle Obama would be all right. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll happen. But she's, I think she said that she's not going to get involved in politics. Um, the next one, number four, is I think I'm a little more uh, considerate. I think I've still got. Um, uh, a lot to focus on in terms of being more considerate but I do think I'm I'm trying a bit harder and I tend to uh, I, I, I tend to just be more polite open more doors think about other people a little bit more yep. but actually I think I'm a sort of a bit of a work in progress on that one we're all um, works in progress yeah we are aren't we yeah we've all got more effort to make and number five I smile and laugh a lot more now some people might say that's not possible chris could you smiled and laughed a lot before you started the kindness project but genuinely now he does it in his spare time <laughs> and, <laughs> genuinely um i just i'm i am finding myself uh, because of a combination of the things that i've already mentioned i'm grateful i'm more grateful i'm happier uh i'm more curious i'm being more considerate and I'm trying to do more kind stuff, I am finding myself um, a lot more cheerful. And obviously spending time uh, with you is great as well. Thanks, old man. No worries. So what have you learned while doing the Kindness Project? Um, I love similar things. But like... Don't bogart my <laughs> list. I haven't got a list. Uh, don't, don't pinch the stuff on my list. Uh, yeah, I, I think... Pinch your own stuff. How can I pinch my own stuff? It's mine. <laughs> <gasps> Okay, what 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 what's on your what's I on your non list? My non list. Um, I I I think I I do appreciate things more. Like um, what do I appreciate more now? A lot of stuff. Do you appreciate stealing from other people's lists? My, my, my friends, I appreciate more because obviously um, they could just ignore me. Thinking about it, um, they could ignore me. Like you know how some people they just kind of they see someone in trouble and they just go their problem. 
Yeah. My friends, the Would people who care that. about me, they could do that. They could easily just walk away. And you know what? They don't. Yeah. They, they come, they, they help me. And How I do think, they help you? Depends what the problem is, really. Okay. If I'm bored, they'll come and cheer me up. Okay. They're good at that. Um, if I'm upset, they'll come and cheer me up. They, they, they're good at that. I said that. Um, but yeah. Ch- so basically, they're good at cheering you up. Yeah. 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 So you're more appreciative of your friends. Yep. Okay, cool. That sounds really good. So um, that sounds like a really good reason to carry on doing what we're doing. So it's that time again. What time? The end. <laughs> the end of it all. <laughs> that was a bit extreme. The end of it all. But the, the end is not really the end, is it? The end is only the beginning of the end. Because... Damn, that's philosophical. Because <laughs> we always I mean, unless do... Unless it's actually the end. We always do a couple of things. We do... Um... Let me do it. Go on then. Look <clears throat> <laughs> <The laughs> off! Look off! Last week... Okay, last week's question of the podcast. This week, last week, last week. You get the point. Yeah. Well, effectively, we're going to be talking about the answers we've got for last week's question for new listeners, as long as you don't... Uh, uh, if you don't know the format. So what we do is we... Um, I've just stolen Charlotte's eraser. A um, eraser? Who what, thought of that? It was a what, brother. What, <laughs> what we do... You've bought... Ballpoint pens and a rubber. Where's all your pencils to use your eraser? You've got a tiny pencil. I know, I've been sharpening it for about a year. All right, okay. So the question, what we do, listeners, is we ask uh, our listeners and on social media uh, a question every podcast. And the last, uh, what we do is we ask it one week and then the following week we um, uh, read out the answers. And you can answer any of the previous week's um, questions because we've now got a decent amount you may not get um, a shout out but you may make our day well you, you probably will get a shout out because I will mention previous um, previous answers to questions and the questions we've had are what's the best use of an egg are most people generally good what country is at the top of your must visit list what's the most inspiring movie ever what's your favourite piece of trivia which is one of my personal favourites. If you could remove one word from the English language, what would it be? Um, and a bunch of others. Now, uh, the question for the podcast last week was, um, what's your favourite member of the royal family? And we had a few answers. First, we had a, a, an answer from Mark Smith, who went, oh, you're going all tabloid now. Like, Who's next? Who's your favourite Spice Girl? And I reserve the right to answer that question in the future. Just out of interest, who is your favourite Spice Girl, Charlotte? Um. <laughs> don't know Spice? Yeah. Do you know who the Spice Girls are? I've heard a couple of times, just I don't know them individually. Okay, no. okay. Well, we might have who's your favourite Spice Girl in the future. And I will um, be just as tongue-tied. And, and, and apologies to Mark, because I know he thinks we're going a little bit tabloid with who's your favourite member of the royal family. I'll go highbrow next week with uh, a question about eggs or biscuits or something really sophisticated. I don't know. Trousers. We'll ask about trousers <laughs> next week. What's, what's your favourite trousers? Jeans or cords? Um, and, <laughs> or do you prefer shorts? you that kind of person. <laughs> um, so... Mark did have an answer for us, though. He said, Princess Anne, uh, she seems relatively normal, and although it's a low bar, so obviously not a royalist, given the dysfunctional nature of her siblings, but she also likes rugby, and she told Emily Hughes to naff off. Now, I think he meant Emily Hughes, and I think he corrected me after. Matt Wall 
keeping it real and keeping it simple again. Matt, one regular contributor to the show. We have a lot of um, regular contributors now, don't we? We do. We've got a few who like to get involved every single time. Just Harry. He likes Harry. Why? Because he's ginger. Easy. Um, and Tasman Kane said Harry as well. And not because he's ginger, but because he comes across as kind but not infallible. I think Harry is my favourite royal. You said that last time. I know, and I, was, I said it last week, didn't I? And for those reasons, he seems like a really decent person, mm, yeah. um, but also um, he's not better fit, and I don't think any of us are. And um, Robbie, uh, Robbie White, re- regular contributor to the show, sent us a link this week that I want to share on Listener Stories of Kindness to the Soup Peddler. Now, the Soup Peddler is an awesome guy. It goes out onto the streets of Oxford uh, and makes soup for people who can't afford it. So a yep. big, I, I'm actually going to do a story of kindness about the Soup Peddler um, in a future podcast and hopefully get him on to talk to us. Um, but yeah, uh, great work, the soup peddler who just goes out on onto the streets of Oxford, um, and you can find him on Twitter as well. And some of his uh, images of his soup, I, I, I like some actually. They look really good. I'm not a big soup fan. Are you not? <laughs> well, I was. That's a shame because for a future question of the podcast, I was going to go. What's your favourite soup? Tomato. Well, you said you were a big soup fan. No, I'm not a big soup fan. I wouldn't pick it over solid food, but like. <laughs> <laughs> there are bit. Well, you know what you need to go for. You need to get this in your life. Big and chunky soup. Oh, Heinz oh. big and chunky. It's like sort of. It's a soup, but it's got something it's to it. It's literally pieces of me drowning in sludge. Okay. Well, you have gravy, and I don't, and that's one of the reasons why I don't have gravy. Because why would you want food swimming in some sort of weird, <laughs> bizarre swimming, outfit? It's just glazed. A soup, with. glazed <laughs> Not the way Mammy makes it. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I. Um, that's it for me. Have you got anything else to finish on? No, no we're done. Yep, we're done. Okay, cool. We'll see you next week. Bye.